My first show was in Copenhagen in 2014, where I was creative director and content producer for the whole show. Right. Um, which was a... So that meaning, like, just the whole visualness of the show or individual yeah. acts within the show? All, all the 37 performances. Um, so... Um, so, so uh, we would develop the creative for each of the delegations on the show, and um, and then uh, we created all the content. There was four different media surfaces on that show, so we would develop that. Um. That makes it actually that surprises me because I assumed that um, I'm going to sound really stupid now, but I just assumed the delegate the delegations rocked up like two weeks before I went. Yeah, we'll have that, we'll do that, we'll do that. But no. that sounds like it's actually a lot more planning and a lot more collaboration. Is that, is that yeah, I mean, um, the the whole process starts... I mean, this year we started talking to delegations in December. Um, I think last year I did uh, Latvia, uh, the performance for Aminata, and, and this year the phones not stopped ringing and it started already in December where the delegations start to line up their artists, start lining up their um, uh, the songs and the creative teams. And then um, the, the, the deadline is for the head of delegation meeting. The head of delegation meeting, all creatives have to be submitted. So you have that time before where you go through all the creative ideas, develop a brief, and I think it's... Um, because the show is now so big and reaching the 200 million viewers, everything is getting more ambitious and the creative, the visual side of it, we can see that people are a lot more focused and, and um, on so that. They're, they're yeah. sketching idea. Presumably they're like sketching an idea or giving you a rough sort of, this is kind of what we think it might be like and then you come along and go, OK, well we can work this up. Yeah, and I mean it's it's very different process from you know when you um, when you do the full show. Obviously, you've you've got the obligation to um, listen to what everybody wants and try and serve them. But I had when I did Copenhagen, um, my mission was to make everybody shine in their own individual unique light and make all artists look different. And I think. I think somehow we achieved that. Yeah. So some delegations have a very precise brief of what they want, right. uh, and some are open to ideas, and uh, sometimes you propose something and the de delegation don't like it, and then you start all over. But I enjoy that process. So, um, so last year and this year, I have been on the other side, so to speak, working with the individual in, uh, delegation. So yeah. they... they they contract me as their creative, so I work with the Swedish team and try to make the performance work uh, as well as possible. And it's obviously a, a great advantage having been on both sides, so I know what it's like to sit there and work with the... So you're, you're working <laughs> yeah. with Sweden this year, or you worked with Sweden last year? Um, so last year I worked with um, Latvia yep. uh, and did the performance for Aminata and worked with the... Uh, Austrian team to to create that. This year, I've um, I'm the creative director for uh, Italy, uh, Australia, and San Marino. Is there sort of any tension? Because obviously, as a 
as an audience member, we see those three competing countries. And yeah. Those three, three countries, one after another after another. Yeah. Then there would be an implicit tension between the two, which is we want country C to do better yeah. than country A. Do you, do you experience any tension between... Do, do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I would assume that there would be competition between the delegations. <laughs> I think there's massive competition, but... Um, do you sense... So what my question is, do you... Because if there is that massive comp competition between the delegations, yeah. do you get caught up in that? No, because, I mean, I think it's like having children. You know, you love each of your children the most and you want, you know, the best for all your children. And this year, I couldn't have more different artists to work with you know everything is so different and um, there's nothing about them that's in any way the same and obviously when we you know when we accept the different um, uh, delegations we're working with we're looking at you know what's my portfolio like because I wouldn't take into who were too similar and competing oh, in the okay, same space yeah, okay, yeah. so what I do when I work with the artists is uh, my approach to the artist is always um, how do I bring the heart of soul out of this particular person, this particular artist? What is it I can amplify? Because that's that's what I do. I just take what's there and make it bigger and make people feel that. Um, and it's people always say to me, "Don't you don't you run out of ideas?" And I don't because my process is working very individual with the artist with the music, with the lyrics, and then out of that, there's a visual universe that I then develop. Where, do you, so, where is your personal starting point? Where do you naturally gravitate to? Is it, is it music, is it lyrics, or is it the individual? I know you have to get, I know you have to. It's everything. But where do you naturally gravitate to? Are you sort of? I mean, my, my process is, um, and striving my staff mad is I listen to the music about 300 times. So, you know, sometimes I have to ask people and say, hey, just let me know when you've had enough of this because I listen to it and I listen to it really loud and I listen to it um, all times a day and in different mood because I need, I don't know what the process is, but it's sort of, I have to feel all what's in it. Um, and then I look at the artist and then actually very quickly in the process there's always an image in my head. And then 90% um, of my process is checking if that is the right image. So I've got an idea and then I spend the rest of the time researching if there's anything in my idea, my universe in my head that is not right matching the artist and all of that. So I fine tune and I fine tune and I fine tune. Um, but that's, yeah. You talk excitedly about your work. So the, the impression that I have of you is that you incredibly perky and smiley and sort of very calm and clearly you love it. Is that, am I right about that? I love what I do. I love it. It's, uh, it's um, I've met people on my past thing, you know, it, it, so there's always been a lot of music in, in my life and I've always seen a lot of concerts and um, there's a lot of music in my family and the way I grew up. Um, but the, t the, the turning point for me was when I went to Rolling Stones, Bridges to Babylon in 98. Um, and, um, and they had 
they had it, it, it was designed by Mark Fisher the, the set um, they had an hydraulic bridge going out from the A stage to the B stage with no support at the same time as they were walking on it it was the first time I saw a whole stadium covered in silver confetti <laughs> I could, I could tell how excited you would have been. <laughs> I, I honestly thought I'd come to heaven. And that's, what I, that's when I decided this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So was that about, was that about the scale? Was that about sort of being in a really large space and going, oh my God, look what they've done to it? Or... I think it was what, what Mark was such a master of was amplifying the band, making sure that even the last person of the very last seat, highest seat in the arena or in the stadium would feel what went on on stage. I mean, he was just the master beyond all masters. Um, and I think it was that creating that total experience, which it is now to go to a concert, um, that I thought it's, um, it's incredible. At the same time, I was, um, I was doing production design um, and... Um, uh, production design is developed by um, the theory of production design is developed by um, uh, a Canadian uh, guy uh, uh, Val Stratovic and it's talking basically you work with all the uh, parameters of communicating so it can be colours, rhythm, movements uh, lighting um, all of these things sound and, 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 and creating um, you know, I always think it's like composing, so you compose the visual experience. Um, so it, it just, it just hit me. And but back then, you didn't know who was doing all the designs. And when I was doing my uh, my graduation project, um, one of the lighting designers came to me and said, um, "Do you know it's actually the same guy who's created all the big Pink Floyd, all the big Rolling Stones, and you too." And I just turned around and looked at him and said, I'm going to work for this guy. So uh, <laughs> so that's how my journey started into this. How exciting. I mean, it sounds like a very, very exciting journey. Um, you talked about a total experience in, the, in that concert. Yeah. Um, and in other concerts, and how concerts need to be a total experience. Yeah. That, that resonates with me. That's kind of what I see at the Eurovision now. Yeah. It, it is, uh, particularly with Conchita's mm. um, performance, it was a total thing. It yeah. was like somebody could just wheel the box on and go, there you yeah. are, right? Yeah. Um, and what I think about Eurovision as well, which is um, where my rock and roll background sort of come in handy, is that um, it's more than a TV show. It's not just one of those where you you know you get a sign saying clap. It's a live experience and it's... Um, it's um, I, th I think the span is, you know, when you when you push, you know, I've designed the Brit Awards for many years, and it, it's that the magic for me happens when you have a live experience that you then relay on TV as a live experience, not as a studio cut TV show. Um, yeah, it's not that it, it's been filmed as live. It is a live thing with cameras pointed at it. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, yes, yeah. Yes. So it's, um, for me, it's that whole, I mean, to make it authentic, it's always what I work with. You know, I, 
it's it, every time somebody's off call, we feel it. And I think also with the artists I work with, you know, let's let's get them out. Let's feel what's inside of them. And you know, the more authentic we can we can get, the more interesting it is because we're just so overloaded with nonsense and people pretending and all of that so so that's really what i think you know the more we can dig into that core 